This episode is brought to you by our small biz shopping directory and the shop one in five pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small online or offline business, your dollar goes further. We're inviting you to shop the directory and take the shop one in five pledge with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most. Because the truth is, your purchasing power matters now more than ever. When you buy from the directory, you're buying from a real person. Our goal is to shine a spotlight on small product businesses and buy from each other. Here's what you can do to make an impact. One, take the pledge. Make the commitment to shop one in five of your purchases through small businesses. Two, shop the directory. Don't know where to find small businesses online? We created the Small Biz Shopping Directory to make it easy to support, shop, and share small businesses. Three, share the directory. Imagine if each of us told three to four people to shop the Small Biz Shopping Directory. It would be incredible and life-changing to so many small businesses. Tell your friends, family, and social network. You can take the pledge at shop1in5.com and shop the directory at theproductboss.com slash shop now. Don't worry, all the direct links in this episode will be linked in the show notes. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sitap, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my soon-to-be-ringing in the new year co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sitab. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. All right. So today's podcast episode is something that, as we were trying to think, well, how do we round out this year, 2020? however you want to describe 2020, we were thinking, what do you, what do we need to think about and what do we need to know and what do we need to reflect on? And I know there's so many podcast episodes out there that are about reflection. Um, this one's a little bit reflecting, but really it's more so thinking about what, what the new year is going to bring. And so we wanted to talk about the number one lesson to take with you into 2021. Yeah, 2020 has been such a significant year. We are exhausted, but we feel strong right? We're going into the new year strong and there's so many lessons. So what is our biggest takeaway? I think there was, I mean, we had a full on conversation before we decided to record of what is our biggest takeaway. So um, hopefully this will be very similar to yours because it was such a impactful and significant year for us as a nation and individually and all the things as small businesses as well. I mean, for mankind. Yeah, for mankind. (laughs) That's right. So the thing that we saw and we were looking across, you know, the idea of, you know, families being together more often, or that's a nice way of saying homeschool and your kids being home and working from home, um, Mm -hmm. about what's happened 
in medicine and science and technology and also what we can see personally and also for our businesses. So what we've kind of gathered, the thing that we've learned from 2020 that we believe that we should all take with us into 2021 is that we want you to be willing to move imperfectly. Yes. So, so let's but you're say moving. that one more time. Be you willing. Mean, be ahead. willing. <laughs> be willing to move imperfectly. <laughs> the emphasis on the syllable. <laughs> I know. I just, I, I feel like it needs to be so <laughs> emphasized. Okay. Be willing to move imperfectly. And this was so important because we saw that people were in two camps, right? The ones that were willing and the ones that were not willing because all of us have our own response to scary times and uncertain times and what what 2020 looked like for us and it for every single one of us it looked messy because it was very unpredictable and unprecedented all the things so the people that were willing to move imperfectly were the ones that really were able to take the most out of the year because it was kind of like they lived in constant transition very much like like we did Right. To take action. And, and I want to just round this out for you and just other ideas, right? Okay. Your kids are home from school all of a sudden Mm -hmm. for the unknown future. And everyone who didn't want to be a homeschool parent, i.e. Mina and I, all of a sudden had to figure out how are we going to homeschool them? We could have stopped and been like, I don't know what to do. Or we all moved in perfectly. Schools moved in perfectly. Teachers moved in perfectly. They just Mm -hmm. needed to keep going right? If you want to talk about responding to the pandemic and doctors and, and, and nurses and medical staff, they were like, what do we need to do? It may not be perfect, but it was a response, right? Like all these things kept happening and we all had to respond to them, but we had to take action. You couldn't waste time hoping it was perfect and not taking action. Like you had to take action. So it was the ability to take action and move imperfectly through it, but to get through it and realize that even though it looked messy, it was okay. Cause look Mm -hmm. at where we are now at the end of 2020. Yeah. There was definitely people who thought, oh, I'm going to sit and wait this one out, or I'm going to see what happens, or I don't know what is going to happen with this or this. And they, they wanted to wait a bit, but it really was the people that took the step forward and kind of leaned into this craziness. Um, Because even as we were making decisions, of course, we all felt very uncertain But even now, like this transition, even for myself personally, having two businesses, having my kids at home, them going to school, my husband working out of the house and, you know, working in healthcare, for example, I didn't realize the amount of emotional, imperfectly moving ahead that I had to do, right? (laughs) Willing to move imperfectly, even if you have a bad day, you know? And even if it seems difficult or it doesn't look like you wanted it to, or it doesn't feel like you wanted it to, but still looking back, I think, wow, I cannot believe I'm here and I did it in some sort of way, but it's way, I went through it, right? And this looks different for all of us. Uh Each of us have our own lives and our own paths and our own personal relationships and all of the things. It looks different for all of us. So while we share what, what we're talking about, we want you to think about it and how it, how it pertains to your life, your business. So if we're going to talk about this being a lesson that we move forward in, Mina and I, as, we've, as we started the year and, you know, right when the pandemic hit and we got online and we were telling all of you like, Scrappy and Creative will set you apart or you just need to keep going, keep showing up, keep taking action. The, the really 
cool thing is like 10 months later, we actually see the results of that. We saw it quite mm-hmm. quickly in our community and our students. And then, you know, those of you that are in multi-stream machine, we saw you all sort of pivot and keep going and keep t- and keep trying things, right? You just kept going. And now we're starting to see those, you know, fruits of your labor. We're starting to uh-huh. see the results. We know that so many of our students in multi-stream machine have had their best years ever. We've seen it with our masterminders, their best years ever. Even if it was hard, they were able to lean in and, and adapt to what this year needed. So why I say that is I want you to take that, whether or not it was a great year for you or not, I want you to take what you learned this year, right? That moving imperfectly and to be willing to move and take action and take that into 2021. Because even though this year was like fire hose to the face, it just didn't stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kept coming. Life is like that. We actually don't know. We don't know what any day is going to bring to us. And so if 2021 for us brings hope and, you know, there's hope and potential into this new year, what else can you bring to it that you've learned from 2020 that you can take action on into 2021 and keep that, keep that special gift that 2020 gave you to know that it doesn't have to be perfect, but you, but it's okay. Yeah. I think that was one of the things that we really saw, like Jacqueline was saying, was the first thing we told people was keep showing up, keep selling. It was really hard for a lot of people because they felt like they shouldn't be, or they didn't know if they could, or if they had the permission to. It was all kinds of craziness at the beginning of the year, right? we basically told them, keep doing it. So that was our way of saying, this is the next step. We all felt like our backs were against the wall, but that's really when you need to move, you know, be willing to move imperfectly is you just move, you find your first next step. And even as if it's as simple as, okay, all I need to do is keep showing up. That's what Jacqueline Amina said was, I just need to keep showing up. Okay. I'll just keep showing up and doing what I was doing. But to be willing to take that first next step. So, and you, you were saying like backs against the wall. So we all constantly, you feel like you might have a big deal going through that all of a sudden gets canceled. You might have right now, everyone's dealing with shipping issues, right? There's, there's always going to be something that kind of feels like our back is against the wall. And what we really want to tell you is just to break it down simpler and say, what is my first next step? And then once you figure that out, it's what's your next, next step. (laughs) (laughs) It is true because a lot of the things that stop you are, we'll get this kind of pushback of, well, I can't do that right now because what if, and it looks like something that's like, what if things change next week? Well, things will probably change next week, right? But what Mm -hmm. could you do right now that's immediate, that first next step? You worry about next week when next week comes around right? Mm -hmm. Because when your back's against the wall, it's constantly changing for all of us, but that doesn't mean that you stand still. That just means you take one step. And then if you need to, you take another step in a different direction if that's what it comes to. And that's the beauty of being a small business and a small business owner, right? Like you can make plans, but you're agile. That's what we saw this year too, the ability to pivot, to be agile, to, to all of a sudden say, I'm going to drop this off on your doorstep, or I'm going to show up on Instagram and I'm going to say, I'm going to talk directly to my hundred customers or my 2000 customers or whoever was there to watch, right? You moved imperfectly. Please don't forget that. Please don't, I want you to take a, a minute and reflect on the things you did this year that were big and out of your comfort zone and big changes, but they weren't perfect. Because if you were planning, because we're all planners here, right? If you were making plans, our plans probably err towards perfection. 
this is how we want it to go. Looks mm. perfect in our minds. And mm. if it doesn't work it perfectly, does it mean you failed? No. It means that you've taken action and that has helped you get a step further. And let me tell you, the worst thing that's going to happen doesn't do well. And you learn from it. You try it again. You make changes. You do something else. That's the worst thing that's going to happen. Yeah. Oftentimes you'll see, and this is kind of on a grander scale, right? That in 2008, for example, the recession, right? And innovation was really born during that time. Why? Because people felt their backs against the wall and they thought, what am I going to do? I just lost my job. I just, the recession is hitting. I'm not sure what to do. What, where should I invest my money into the business, right? Where should I be focusing my money, my energy, whatever it is? And you saw a lot of innovation happening because that's when people really dig deep and they become the most resourceful they've ever become before, right? They start thinking of new ideas. They start implementing different changes. They start pivoting, being more agile. They just get to the core of what they need to do right now that, you know, that sometimes it's bold moves, but sometimes it's just a, a chance in a, in a different direction that you never know right? The innovation that happens because you're coming to the table and you're like, oh my gosh, I never expected that we would be here, but what could we do to innovate to get to this other, to get further than what we were before? As a small business, it's not as big and grand as, you know, Uber, like what I said, you know, but it is these different pieces of your business that you're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to try more video or I'm going to try curbside pickup, or I'm going to try um, delivering to you know my local people or, or reaching out to this potential influencer because you never know, right? It feels bigger. Yeah, absolutely. So let's give them some action steps as they're going into 2021. So this is what we're telling our students at multi Machine. So shout out to all of our multi Machine, MSMers, hey, hey, and all of our new masterminders. Um, but let's talk about some of the things that we're, we're helping them move forward on imperfectly into 2021. Okay. We're helping them make plans, right? We're helping them plan for 2021. We're helping them plan mm -hmm. for the first, for the next year and also setting some bigger goals, like three-year goals and five-year goals. So we're helping them make a plan. I want you to make a plan, but I want you to have contingencies to that, right? Like be agile. Know that this plan is set, but you're agile. Now, as you're making your plan, I want you to think to yourself, what do I want to work on? My systems, my visibility, my sales. That's, that's the core of what we teach in Multi-Shoe Machine. We teach systems, visibility, and sales and how each of those affects your product-based business. And so that's something for you to think about as you're making your plans into 2021. Right. I think one of the biggest questions we always get, and we've been doing tons of interviews, so many interviews these days because we have a PR um, rep now. And one of the, the things that they always ask us is where do people make their most mistakes? Mm -hmm. Right. That's like the number one question right now or something. But the one thing that for sure is where people make mistakes that we always answer is in what we call the systems. Right. And I think that that's a lot of the times where you can kind of start when you think about what your plan is, is that oftentimes people don't think about, oh, what's my plan? They think, where do I not want to make mistakes? And that kind of comes naturally to all of us. Okay. Uh, where the question I want to ask you is what should I, should I not do? So for systems, when we teach our, our students in multi-stream machine, we want to make sure that your pricing is correct, 
your shipping is correct. We saw all kinds of shipping issues. This is, though it feels bigger in the holiday season, there's going to be a ripple effect to all of that, right? There's going to be a ripple effect to shipping and being able to track and being um, over-communicative with your customers. And also even uh, supply chain, your boxes, where are you going to be getting them? All of that stuff. And then also um, inventory, right? Again, the supply chain thing, but also inventory, like what are you selling? What do you have to sell? And then the other thing we teach a multi-stream machine is photos, right? Because that's where a mistake is mostly, is, is done a lot, is that you don't have crystal clear photos on what your product does for your customer. That was what we saw this year, was that there was some people that were able to stand out because they just had better quote unquote systems in place. They had better photos. They already had correct pricing. They had shipping in place. So then when things hit the fan, then like this holiday season, then they were able to communicate with their customers without feeling overwhelmed by all of this other stuff that happens because as a small business, you take it all on, right? Yeah. So also I think in growth. So as you're planning for 2021, it's where do you want to grow? Right. Uh-huh. Setting, setting those revenue goals of there, they could be twofold. It could be, you know, whether you want to grow your email list, your social mm-hmm. following. Um, so that's your visibility play, but also revenue levels, right? Where do you want to hit this year in revenue? We've talked a lot about good, better, best goals, setting those goals for the year and then planning out how am I going to get there? My question to all of you is, is what you're doing today, the thing that's going to get you to that next level, whatever it is for yourself. So where you're selling now, how you're showing up now, the emails you're sending, the, the people on your list, the visibility that you have, all of those things are those, if you kept doing that for the next year, would that get you to that next level, that next revenue level that you want to get to, right? The growth in your business. Or do you need to do something? Do you need to add something? Do you need to add a new platform? Do you have to make a change to your visibility plays? Do you have to plug some holes in the boat with systems? So I want you to start thinking about that as you're moving into it. You cannot do it all, my friends. We can't do it all at the exact same time. But if you're setting a plan for that, then you can at least start to address that and move forward. And remember, we want you to keep taking action, but imperfect action. Mm-hmm. And there was the thing about this imperfect action is that it forced all of us to do things we've never done before. And oftentimes we'll hear, well, that's the way I've always been doing it, right? That's the way I've always been doing it. Well, you had to try some new things this year, right? To get yourself out of the comforts, uh, out of your comfort zone. And oftentimes, if the thing that you're doing over and over is not working, you do have to pivot, right? If the amount of platforms or goals or revenue that you're bringing in isn't meeting your goals, you probably need to change something up. Or um, if your customers are not connecting you with you in a certain way that you want them to, where's the disconnect happening, right? So I think it's a lot of looking at that as far as that's what we really saw in 2020 that we can take into 2021 is looking at that and seeing, oh, I did do some different things. And what happened with that? And how can I take that a step further? 
Yeah. And I'll say like one of the biggest things that I remember hearing originally, you know, so many of the people we coach, uh, they're, they're telling us that, you know, I sell a lot in, at in-person shows, but I don't want to sell at in-person shows anymore. I can't tell you how many conversations yes. we had with students. I mean, we all have something like that, right? That we keep doing. We don't want to do it, but we keep doing it because we feel like we don't have any other options. Well, 2020, all of a sudden, shut that down, right? <laughs> they're like, there you go. Yeah. No yeah. in-person shows. And all of a sudden, those people that were stuck on, I do them, this is the way I make my money. This is where I sell. I have no mm. other options. I have to keep doing these shows, but I don't want to. When that got shut down, they had to take imperfect action and find another way. They had mm. to make another plan. And it forced that. It forced that creativity. It forced that uncomfortable feeling. It forced all of that into, well, you've got no other options. Well, you need to create new opportunities for yourself. Mm-hmm. So as we go into 2021, think to yourself, what, what am I making an issue in my business? Like what's something that I don't really want to be doing or something I do want to be doing, but when you feel comfortable, you don't take action on it, right? You kind of get stuck in that cycle. Yeah. You procrastinate on it. You don't love it, right? Because we're, we're building the business that you want to do. So absolutely 100%. There were so many people that said, I hate having to go every single weekend to an in-person show, but I've been doing them for years, right? They thought they had no other options. Right. Uh Uh-huh. But they did. Yes. They created that for themselves because they never found the time to create a different strategy or different plan or to test it out. And that was kind of the year of 2020 was like, okay, well, now I have no, no choice but to test this out, showing up online more, telling people to find me online, you know, really reaching out and showing my face more and saying, here, I can help you. And then coming back to the customer's needs of what their customer specifically was. It wasn't the fact that their customer happened to be at the trade show. It was that they, in 2020, kind of reached out and grabbed their customer at that point. And those were the people that um, really understood that they needed to not be passive and they needed to actually take that action. So friends, you know, I talked to, talked to somebody recently who was like, I want to have a family. They are getting married and they want to have a family, but they want to save a certain amount of money to have that family. Like everything had to be set up, right? I mean, all Mm -hmm. of us that have kids are like, (laughs) (laughs) nobody's ever prepared. It's like being a parent. There's no plan. Uh-huh. So I want you to think about that for your business, right? So many of you, I'm going to hear, I hear your objections right now. I hear you saying, well, I, well, when I get there, right? Well, when I have more money, mm-hmm. um, I will do that. When I have more customers, I will take that next action. When I have more time, I will take that next action, right? When mm-hmm. I get, I'm sure all of you have something, you're like, when I X, that's when I'll make a change. Well, 2020 laughed at all of us didn't matter what plans we had, just laughed and said, figure it out. And I want you to move into 2021 with that same sort of feeling. If 2020 were to smack us over the head again with that idea of like, you have plans, I'm going to whack them out of your hands and you have to figure something else out. Mm -hmm. Take that, that courage that you stepped into, take that creativity that you stepped into, take all of that stuff that you, those muscles that you developed this year into 21 and be a little less fearful take more action quickly and more imperfectly, right? Let's not wait for when I X, right? If the opportunity arises, if you have a plan and you can take action on it, just take that first next step. But I just want you to get out of your own way. Right. Get out of your own way and pivot when necessary. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. All right, friends. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. One last thing before we go. We created this podcast as a reminder, you are not alone in this. Growing a product business is hard and we want to help you through it. So thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate it. We do. And we want to give a special shout out to those of you that have taken your time and left us a review. Thank you so much. Mina and I read every single one of them, including this one from Sandy. Sandy says, thank you. I love all the podcasts. So blessed to have found both of you. Great information. Can't wait to work with you both one day soon. And that's from Sandy of Die Core Baskets and more. We can't wait for you to work with us too, Sandy. So thank you so much for that. We love reading these. These help us reach so many more people. We so appreciate them. So thank you if you leave a podcast review in the future. And thank you. This episode is over, but it doesn't have to end. Head over to our Facebook group, search for the Product Boss Biz Community, or the link is also in the show notes. Come connect with other product bosses just like you. We'll see you in there.